fighting to combat tyranny one state at a time, starting with Wisconsin. This is the Badger State Resistance Podcast, brought to you by Liberty and Freedom. And welcome back to the Badger State Resistance Podcast. I am your host, Justin, and here's another day. Hey, folks, we're halfway through the week already. So, all right, we have not sat and talked about the truckers, the the protest that's happening in Canada. We hear that there's organization being put together for, for this here in the United States. I've seen some maps where they look to shut down L.A., you know, cities like L.A. and Houston and Atlanta and Chicago, New York City. And, you know, I got to be honest with you, uh, with all the BLM riots and, you know, this, this being a peaceful protest, I support it. I support these truckers standing up for the people. Now, folks, I'm going to tell you. This is going to bring some harder times, but it is absolutely 100% needed. The the COVID conversation needs to come to an end. Okay, it really, it really, honestly, it's got to come to an end. And uh, you know, we we know that the driving forces behind the 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 COVID uh, nonsense is is you know silent players within the Democratic Party that are using Joe Biden. Um, as his mouthpiece, okay? Uh, Nobody is denying at this point that COVID isn't a real thing, but what is tiresome is the fact that we continue to have, uh, you know, new variants, and oh my goodness, this one's so bad, it was worse than the one before, but nothing is said about the flu. Nothing is said about the common cold anymore. Everything just so happens to be COVID. So I do have an article from BBC News, um, and I like to go to BBC News when we're talking worldwide incidents, uh, but I got to be honest with you, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan completely of the article. Uh, obviously, the, the leftist bias uh, is, is in it, um, but you know, the first thing that I would actually really like to do is I want to talk about a member of the state legislature, uh, and that being Shea Sorwell. Okay, and now Shay has been very vocal because Shay is a loose cannon. Now I'll be honest with you, uh, I liked, I liked Shay, and Shay seemed to be a guy that was really for the people uh, of of his district and of the state. But but Shay has proven. Time and time and again, that Shea is about self-interest, and you know, so so Jonathan Wickman just so happened to be on the regular Joe show today, which, by the way, was a fantastic uh, segment. So, uh, you know, Joe did a great job. Jonathan did a great job. They got they got down to business, and and that's what it was going to be. So, there was a point where Jonathan had brought up a bill that he was working on with a state representative, Elijah Banky, and, you know, obviously things went south. There was some influence that came from, from you know, Robin Vaz, like, what the heck are you doing kind of deal. And it was like, 
obviously we know that that was killed because the establishment did not want that type of publicity to go to somebody they cannot stand, and that is somebody that will fight for the people being Jonathan Wickman. So, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I really want to spend some time on the freedom, uh, you know, the ride to freedom. So, so Shay Sorwell posts on regular Joe's page and it just says, just listen to Wickman attack my friend Elijah Banky because Elijah rightfully upheld his oath of office and refused to support a b- bill that violates the plain text of the U.S. Constitution, quote, ex post facto. You cannot pass a law that punishes people for actions that that were not illegal when you took them quote or in parentheses can't backdate it you can only pass laws that hold people accountable for future actions uh this isn't a matter of interpretation the constitution black and white on the issue uh if you want to be governor you ought to know the constitution state and federal now i'm gonna be honest with you shea sortwell really has a lot of nerve saying that considering that the mandates that were put in place were deemed unconstitutional and were shut down Okay, so so he he ought to know better, and uh, and he's an elected representative of the state of Wisconsin. Um, hopefully, soon to be primaried. Personally, I would love to see somebody primary uh, him. He's one of the most arrogant people that I have met, uh, and, and and like I said, you know, I did like the guy, but I've always thought he was arrogant from the very very beginning. Uh, he's been on this podcast, you know, when he made his comments uh, in the past, and I defended those comments, and and still do to this day. I don't believe that vaccine passports or or identification and proof of vaccination are something that should be uh, a thing here. And 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 to be brutally honest, folks, it's happening all over the country. This is what Canada is fighting now. Okay, they're tired of having to show their vaccination passports. So so, anyways. Uh, Jonathan Wickman responds perfectly here. And he says, Shay, uh, this was discussed on the phone with Elijah and why he ran it through the LRB, the Legislative Reference Bureau, uh, which is what LRB stands for, of what we could and couldn't do. Shame on you and the rest of the legislature for not protecting Wisconsin from these illegal vaccine mandates. Uh, And then why don't you turn your comments back on? Because we know that Shay Sortwell doesn't have comments turned on because he's a coward and cannot face the the influx of, you know, I guess whatever you want to call it, hate or questioning of of whatever his decision making has been, which I would consider his decision making <coughs> decision making uh, leftist over the last few months. But hey, who am I, right? <coughs> so so again, uh, so then it's you know it, what it really comes down to is the LRB would have given us a yay or nay. And regardless of ex post facto, whether that was a real thing, uh, it could have been changed. Okay. What, what Jonathan's proposal was, was, was a bill that would have been with, with deep teeth. Okay. Teeth that would have made it impossible for a business to infringe upon the rights of individuals. But yet here we are where this is killed because this wasn't, you know, given to Becky. Rebecca Clayfish, right, uh, who is just gasping for air, uh, trying to salvage any campaign that she has. I mean, she she doesn't speak to people at her events. She's very high pitched and, and very un, untrue to the people, and everybody sees right through her. And nobody wants it. Okay, they they voted her and Walker out in 2018. And again, I don't want to hear about the election fraud because Walker and, and Clayfish stood silent. 
So, so, so they have nobody to blame but themselves at this point, right? <clears throat> so Shay goes on, shame on you for not caring if you violate the constitutional uh, to achieve your goal. Okay, well, his goal was to protect the people of Wisconsin. That was Jonathan's uh, one sole only goal. The problem was is the other side made it incredibly political. And, and, and again, if, if the legislature would have been doing their job with these lockdowns and, and this infringement upon the Constitution, which Shea clearly doesn't understand, you know, the uh, 14th Amendment of the Constitution, which has adapted, uh, you know, the Nuremberg Codes uh, into our Constitution, worldwide, you know, adaption into into laws, uh, that, that everything that the federal government has been doing has been a violation of basic human rights, you know, violation of being secure within the person, Fourth Amendment, and, and again, just violates, period. You cannot force a experimental vaccination onto the people period. So so Shay does not understand the the seriousness of of every bit of this. So anyways, uh moving forward. Uh folks, it's just this is this is the kind of of crap uh that many of these state legislatures have have gone out and done and and like i said he literally cannot help himself uh he's just one of those people that is a loose cannon and and it's gotten him in trouble plenty of times so all right so this is a bbc news uh this is a couple days old but i, I do feel that it is relevant because obviously the organization of uh trucking trucking line protest uh, is is being organized here in the United States, and I'm proud of them. I'm I'm thankful for the truckers. They've done a fantastic job. Uh, they've been overworked, underpaid, and uh, essentially, this is what is needed to event. It, to, it has to stop. The COVID conversation has stopped. So the article's title: "Freedom Convoy Truckers Cause Chaos in Ottawa After Second Day of Protest." So. <clears throat> Uh, protesters against a vaccine mandate for truckers crossing the U.S.-Canadian border have brought Canada's capital city to a standstill for a second day. Thousands, and I would say tens of thousands, not thousands, tens of thousands of demonstrators joined the so-called Freedom Convoy to Ottawa. Police have started investigating. See, I'm not even going <laughs> to... You know, uh, there's always going to be left-wing and fringe. I, I mean, we learned this with the January 6th event, that the left will always put themselves in there. So obviously they're saying there was an appearance of a swastika flag. Why BBC even needs to put this in there um, is is stupid. Uh, but again, this is, if there was, this was because of uh, a leftist, um, uh, you know, antagonizer. Uh, d uh, let's see. Defense Minister Anita Anand said the incidents were beyond reprehensible. Yeah, well, she's about as useless as Justin Trudeau, who is the president of Canada, who is hiding in his home, gave a press conference from his front porch. I mean, this is this is the kind of silly, silly person that Canada has elected. And I hope that when elections come up that they get rid of this idiot right away. Like, like this is about as big of an idiot as Joe Biden. So Ottawa police said in a Twitter post that several investigators, okay, I got to, I got to move past this because we don't, you know, monuments, there was no, you know, we're not seeing the damage that was done. The period. It's not there. They don't even have pictures to prove this. So, okay. 
Let's go elsewhere across the city. Truckers block the streets around Canada's Parliament building in Ottawa's Major Jim Watson. Um, said some protesters had harassed staff of soup of a soup kitchen demanding free meals. Okay, the here's the thing. Uh, the demanding of free meals, that's not true. Because we actually saw where the police in Ottawa and Quebec and you know other places where these truckers have been have actually been going and taking food to the truckers. Many of the police within Canada stand with the truckers. Like, I would say the overwhelmingly majority of them, they are tired of this. They are tired of having to arrest and stop their own countrymen and women to go on an, un I mean, again, their const our Constitution doesn't protect them, but they are still a free nation, at least once were, right? The whole world is, is dealing with this New World Order crap. And, and that's the saddest part. So Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his family also left their home in Ottawa <clears throat> over safety concerns. They weren't there. They were never going to hurt them. They can put that all day that they were worried about their safety. Uh, really, Justin Trudeau uh, is a coward. And, and that's what the BBC article here should say is the coward Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, fled to his other home out of Ottawa uh, to, because he fears that he has been proven wrong and that the country has turned against him. That's what that would prop that if, if, if BBC wasn't fake news, right? Even though I said, I, I like looking to them cause they put a little bit more information for the outside. There's still fake news. Okay. You gotta, you gotta untwist the words of of the crap so here's another thing around 90 percent of canada's 120,000 cross-border truckers are now vaccinated in the line with the country's adult population okay so so again but the problem is is the is just in that statement alone 90 percent of truckers but yet the vaccine passports see see this is an infringement upon basic human rights Canada fought in World War II. As a matter of fact, Canada was part of the storming of, of, of Normandy, you know, on, on June 6, 1944. Their, their boys went and, and were slaughtered on beaches and killed and fought the Nazis uh, because of the infringement upon basic human rights that the Nazis were, were, were doing to the, to the Jewish people and to the people of Europe in general. So, so Canada has skin in the game within their history, okay, along with the United Kingdom and the United States and other, many other countries in that time that fought to make sure that this type of inhumane, uh, you know, uh, show me your paper treatment never were to happen again within this world. Okay, Adolf Hitler and the atrocities, the, the absolute disgusting amount of murder that happened. We, we forgot about that history. And clearly, the Canadian president has also forgotten about that history. That at one time, Canada was involved. Okay, uh, moving on. The demonstration has grown beyond a call to end the cross-border mandate to try and push to an end to all vaccine ma mandates nationwide, and some demonstra demonstrators have pledged to continue their protest until they are removed. Truckers and, and protesters stand strong. 
Mr. Trudeau called the protesters a small fringe minority during a press conference earlier last week. That's the funny part. Is it's that's not true. Okay, because the amount of people that showed up in in into the capital city of Canada uh, was enormous. I mean, it shut the city down. Uh, conservative leader Aaron O'Toole has met some of the protesters and has spoken in favor of the right to to peaceful demonstration, but criticized individual uh, desecrating memorials in Ottawa. Again, these are probably leftists that that are there. Just like what happened on January sixth, and and it's just a sad, sad, sad situation when these people do this. But we know that going forward, in all demonstrations that are peaceful, there will be the agitators. Mr. Trudeau's liberal government uh, brought in the vaccine mandate on fifteen January that would require unvaccinated Canadian truckers crossing to the two nations border to quarantine once they return home. So so they lose money. Right. The U.S. has also recently said that the foreign truck drivers must show proof of vaccination to enter the country. See, this this is the craziness, folks. The amount of of you, you, the, the goods that comes between and many people say, well, you know, it's not it's not that much. Well, you know what? Thirty five thousand trucks a day on average bring goods to and from Canada. A lot of our beef comes from Canada. That's what's crazy. That's the part that that so many don't understand that when our grocery shelves, especially those that are in Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, you know, Nebraska, Iowa, right? Where the trucking lanes are 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 not as severe as, you know, like, you know, Chicago. Folks, so many people rely on these trucks going to and from. This is trade. This is how we how we move goods are the trucks. So I stand fully with these truckers, 100% back them. Uh, I believe that everybody should be backing them. We should be joining them on these on these journeys to once again free America before we end up free Canada, free America, free the world from from this new world order mindset. We have got to make sure that when we are looking to 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 elections that we are truly backing constitutional patriots here in the United States folks in Canada which we do have a a listenership within Canada I can tell you uh that you all need to be looking for for patriots Canadian patriots who will stand for your freedom to make sure that that World War II is never repeated you know, we have craziness going on in Russia or, you know, Ukraine, Taiwan, China, you know, all this stuff is going on. And we are we are so close to another world war. And that's the scariest thing. Think about all the men and now women that will be put on the front lines. We talked about one the other night that is on the front lines, a woman. Folks, this will be the war of wars. Folks think that the, the World War II was deadly. If a World War III were to happen, it'd be worse. Countries all over the world would be falling into economic depression. And the start of all this were these powers in Europe, like Russia and, China, and then the you know, Asian continent, China, 
because of weak leadership within the UK, the United States, Canada, many other places. It's because of the weak leadership that we've allowed to get there. That these countries feel that they can move forward and infringe upon, you know, freedom on other countries. The coronavirus has created this. It is up to we, the people of the world, to put this down, to end it. Enough is enough. You want back to business as usual? Then we need you to stand up, folks, peacefully. Do not become violent. Take care of each other if you do go to these rallies and protests. Look out for each other. If you see somebody that's Antifa or, or some type of an agitator, peacefully call them out and make sure that they have a camera on them until the minute that they choose to leave the premises. Make sure that we know who they these people are. There's a lot of reports that say that the FBI became incredibly involved in January 6th and they had agitators within the crowd. They were pretty easy to spot in some of the videos that I'm seeing. So, all right, folks, shorter episode today. But, you know, I just really wanted to pay tribute to the truckers. You all are doing a fantastic job. You know, blow those air, you know, those air horns for me uh, as you're listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. The people of this country, the people of Canada, the people of the world are absolutely thankful for everything that you all are doing, the sacrifices that you have made over the last year and a half. And, and we continue and we'll continue to back you. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll be back here tomorrow.